Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Pop Culture and the Pea Brains. Uh, as a newly recruited member of 2021, my name is Brett Carson, along with... His father. That is correct. And let us just be the first to wish you a very happy new year. 2020 was a bit of a roller coaster. 2021 has to be better. I mean, it could be worse. It could be, but let's just let's just pray it's better. Le- okay, so let's... So would you say that 2020 for you was a good or bad year? It was a bad year. It was a bad year? What all bad happened to you? Well, for one thing, uh, you had a major problem. Yeah, I did. But I'm okay. You're okay. I'm all right. Well, I mean, I'm not okay. Like, I'm weird, but, like, I'm I'm okay. And then, of course, the COVID thing Mm -hmm. has been really raging since March. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. It's not an oncoming drain. I mean, yeah. I was just going to say that, you know, Marvel's bringing movies back to Disney+. Oh, Plus, but Hallelujah. Yeah. Um, but this week, we are going to do something a little different. So we're actually hearkening back to our roots uh, and going back to the idea of one of us explaining something to the other. Mm-hmm. Namely, what, what am I? You, you sprang this on me just moments ago. Yeah. Uh, today we are going to be talking about Fire Emblem. Because it is a game franchise that I enjoy quite a lot. And I know nothing about. And he knows nothing about. Alright. So, I want you to imagine something. Okay? Imagine chess. You've played chess, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Imagine if you felt bad when your chess pieces died. Alright. That's Fire Emblem. Now it's it's set in high fantasy, so there are there's magic, there's sword play, there's axes, spears, lances, healing, clerics, all that stuff, and it's a turn-based strategy game. So it's essentially chess. And also sort of like a D and D on a on a, on a different scale. Kinda yes, it could be yes. Uh, so we're gonna start back with uh, Shadow Dragon, which is the first Fire Emblem game I believe released. Uh, on the Famicom system in Japan in, I believe, 1990. So in that game, you played as Marth. I'm going to pull up what Marth looks like. Now, this is Marth. What does Marth look like? Describe him. Um, it's it's a guy. Yeah, okay. It's, uh, he's got blue, a blue outfit. Yeah. Blue hair. Yep. It looks like an anime. He, he is kind of an anime character. People that don't know Fire Emblem assume that it's anime, but it's not. I mean, it's not really a manga. It's just kind of a game. There may be some side, you know, side stories, some some mangas split off, but it originally started as a video game. Uh, and so Marth is the Prince of Altia, uh, or Altia, or however you pronounce it, uh, and he goes off and he is trying to save his kingdom. Uh, and reclaim his throne because he is the rightful heir to the throne of Altia. And he is fighting the Shadow Dragon. Uh, and he is. He's basically. He's the main character. He's, he's the vanilla Fire Emblem character. Most of the Fire Emblem protagonists are kind of displaced royalty, or they are people that are trying to reclaim a throne or defend a throne. And essentially, all the bad guys are people that want the throne. It's very odd. But, let, for example, let's look at a lot of other protagonists from the game. So, Marth has blue hair and a sword. Let's look at Roy. 
What does he look like? Well, I mean, he has red hair and a bandana. And a bandana and a blue outfit mm-hmm. and a sword. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, see, so uh, this website we're using, he sought to save his home from the invasion of the neighboring kingdom. Similar to Mars' story. Uh, journeying across the Archean continent, defeated the Earth Dragon and saved Arcanea and Altia from the Shadow Dragon. Now let's look at Krom. Now you may not be able to see it, but Krom also has blue hair. And he has a sword. And he's a noble. All these characters are the same. Except for, actually Alm is the same, except he has green hair. Do you know why I like this series? No. I don't either, because it's so repetitive. But essentially, in a turn of Fire Emblem, you have a set of characters. You have a set of units, as they're called. And you essentially act as the general of that army. And there's, the different units can do different things. So, for example, let's just take Shadow Dragon, because it's the OG. So, there are, so Marth is a lord. So, he can move and can use a rapier, which is good against, like, cavalry units, units, units and knights. And he is pretty good at doing damage, but he's not super powerful. Then there are knights. Knights are really good against, you know, taking hits. Like, they're very defensive. But they can't move very far. Uh, Cavalry units are on horseback. They can travel really far and do damage. And then there are archers. Archers can't really attack from close up. They're essentially the snipers. Now, Fire Emblem has kind of changed over the years in the sense that it started as this, like, turn-based thing where you weren't really close to the characters. Like, for example... I think one of the biggest things in Fire Emblem that makes it unique... So in chess, what happens when you lose a piece? It's off the board. It's off the board. Now, Fire Emblem is a series of chess matches. Hold on. on. Let me me ask you this. Okay. You put me on the edge of confusion with D&D. Yeah. Now you're putting me on confusion with Fire Emblem. Yes. How are the two similar similar so they both involve high fantasy they both involve kind of taking turns the enemy has a turn to attack you and you have a turn to attack the enemy the reason let me me explain the reason i ask the reason i ask is i want to have something to base my knowledge on so if if i know a little bit now about D, but i know nothing about fire emblem how can i take fire emblem and learn what I learned from D&D. Well, the key difference, I would say, is Fire Emblem does not have a DM. So the, you remember the DM right. is the person it's, that runs right. the session. I understand. Yeah. Uh, the, the DM in Fire Emblem would just be the computer that controls the enemies. It's the storyteller. Right. So you are a player, and you are playing the game story as opposed to playing a human person's story. Now, at the same time, though, so let's say, for instance, we're playing D&D. I am fighting you, like, as the DM, I'm throwing goblins at you, I'm throwing bandits at you, and you are fighting them, and you start to get kind of overwhelmed. What do you think I will do? You'll ease up. I'll ease up a little bit. That's not gonna happen in Fire Emblem. If you, so, this is another similarity between Fire Emblem and D&D. So, let's say you 
I don't know. Name. Give me a name. Well, like like Marth. Well, Marth is important. Let's say Marth. Yeah. How does he compare to Roscoe? He, I mean, in a sense, I mean, if we're talking backstory, Roscoe is not a noble. uh, And and, uh, by the way, Roscoe was my character. character a while back. A while back. Trib was my character a while back. Yeah. And I could have said Trib just as easy. I mean, I just. Well, so Roscoe is not a noble. Roscoe works as... Well, neither Treb nor Roscoe are nobles. And hypothetically, if we were to play and Roscoe were to die, the game could continue. Because Trib is the main character. Now, in Fire Emblem, if you are playing Shadow Dragon and Marth dies, the game ends. Because... Marth is the main character. The story cannot exist. Just like if Trib would have died. It would have been over. Right. Like, that's the thing. In Fire Emblem, give me a, give me a random name. In Fire Emblem? Uh, just give me a name that you can think of. Uh, brother. Brother. What's up, brother? <laughs> so, brother uh, is, I'm going to say brother is an archer. Uh, that's the dumbest name you could have come well, up with. I mean, you kind of threw this at me, all this stuff in the last minute. You could have said any name, and you said Brudda. How about Harold? No, I'm sticking with Brudda, because okay. you said it. Right. So Brudda is an archer, and let's say that he is a childhood friend with Marth. Mm-hmm. This is canon now. Now, what does Brudda look like? <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean... What so color he, hair does he have, since we're on the topic? Let's of, say green. Green hair, okay. Uh-huh. Does he fight with an axe, a spear, a sword, a bow and arrow? See, or? now we're getting to the D&D. Yeah, I mean, it, it is kind of like that. Now, I, I did say he was an archer, but I want I want you to be able to come up with your character. If he's an archer, he has bows and arrows. He has a bow and arrow, okay. So, Bretta, the green-haired archer, um, he is a childhood friend of Marth. Now, let's say you overextend, you get a little too close to the enemy, and an enemy kills Brudda. <laughs> Such a shame. Brudda's dead forever. Okay. Like it's it's not so in in the newer games in in games like Shadows of Valentia and uh, a remake of Shadow Dragon. That brings up another question. Yeah. Now, I'm, I've got plenty. I'm sure. Okay. Um, how many fire emblems? Lots. Don't just say lots. Well, how many? Well, the thing is, there are spinoffs, and then there are re-releases, and then there are Japanese exclusives. I'm actually going to have to Google this, because offhand, I don't know exactly how many Fire Emblem games there are. Okay, well, he's, he's Googling... Wait, 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 wait. There are 16 games in the Fire Emblem series. 13 were original, and 3 are remakes. Uh, that is from the Fire Emblem Wiki. Um, in order... They are Shadow Dragon and the Blade of Light, Gaiden, Mystery of the Emblem, Genealogy of the Holy War, Thracia 70, uh, 776, The Binding Blade, The Blazing Blade, The Sacred Stones, Path of Radiance, Radiant Dawn, Shadow Dragon again, uh, New Mystery of the Emblem, Awakening, Fates, Shadows of Valentia, which is an echo or which is a, a remake of Gaiden, and then Three Houses, which Wonder is which the most one recent. Brothers a part of. Brudda would be, if he's a friend of Marth, he's in Shadow Dragon. Man, I want to see what Brudda looks like. <laughs> he's got green hair. He's got green hair, but like, does he have a, does he smile? Does he look sad all the time? What does he look like? 
He's, he's a happy guy. No, he's a happy. Brother, the happy archer. I love it. Why is it that we come up with a character every time? That I don't know why. But, um, so another game. So <coughs> I just coughed. Excuse me. I'll edit that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Brother in Three Houses. Not Three Houses. Gosh, I'm getting mixed up. There are too many games in this series. There's too many topics that you're covering. Now, so in every game... You recruit a certain amount of characters, Brudda being one of them. Oh, Brudda. Oh, Brudda. If you were to guess, in all 16 games, how many characters are recruitable, what would you say? I have no idea. Just take a guess. Well, let's see. In 16 games, let's say three per game, 48. 600 plus. And I care why. You Because... So in the older games, it's harder to develop a relationship I'm with all the about characters. Brudda. Brudda, yeah. But in, the, in let's say, Shadow Dragon, again, it's hard to develop a relationship. Now, I'm currently playing through it, and you are essentially given characters left and right. Because you are expected to lose characters. Now, the thing is, if you lose a relative... The characters have a leveling system, just like D&D. And if your character dies, they're not coming back. And that experience doesn't transfer to somebody else. Now, they changed that later on. So let's look at a later example. Let's look at Awakening. So Awakening is a, it, it's the technically the 13th Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem game. And it introduced, or it, at least expanded upon, this idea of supports. Which is basically, if Brudda and Marth were in Awakening, they would have supports. So they would have conversations with each other to make them basically fight better together so if they're fighting next to each other they will have quote chemistry with each other so they'll fight better now they also introduced marriage you can marry characters in fire emblem okay i don't know why they did it though why not i mean you get married in real life yeah but you also get married in real life and you can't marry in mario or call of duty i mean i so, well, I used to say some of those characters aren't married anyway. Yeah. I mean, Mario does have a very long marriage to Princess Daisy. It's a, quite an affair. Um, but, so in Awakening and Fates, they decided to just really just mess up the whole timeline and add time travel to Fire Emblem, a game in high fantasy. So Krom, and whoever he marries, has a child named Lucina who comes back from the future to stop a world-ending war And then a lot of other characters can get married and have children. And then those characters come back and join your party. If Lucina didn't come back and stop the war that was uh, life-ending, right? Yeah. She wouldn't have ever existed. Exactly. Right. So, I'm also replaying Awakening right now, and it's been over a year since I played it. So, I I don't know it 100%. She still exists. It's just like, I believe what would have killed her father, Krom would not have happened therefore he would still be alive so she goes back in time and it's weird because you play as robin who's the son or daughter of like the main villain in the game who is sent back in time it's weird awakening really kind of goes off the rails so shadow dragon is essentially you are a lord and you do this thing and you reclaim your throne 
And then Awakening, they said, okay, you're a lord, but you're also a mage, and then you can have kids, and those kids come back from the future, and you're fighting, like, four different armies at the same time, plus marriage, uh, plus supports, plus all these millions of characters, and they all have interactions with each other, and then you're also trying to reclaim a throne, but also your identity. They kind of got off the rails. You know, the newest one, I'm just going to check what time we're at. The newest one, Three Houses, which I just started literally today. So it is based on the house system, as you are familiar with from... Well, we're going to teach. Yes, and also Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. So there are different houses. So you, as your character, are a teacher mm -hmm. at this school. Uh, the uh, I can't remember what it's called. Garrig Mock, I think that's what it's called. The Garrig Mock Officers Academy. And you are a teacher, and there are three houses. There's, I, I've played for literally an hour. I don't remember everything. But there are three houses. There's a red one, there's a blue one, and there's a yellow one. And so the yellow one is basically a collection of city-states that don't have a king. They have like a duke, almost like a president. And then there is a blue one, who's owned by a king. And then there's a red one, who's owned by an emperor. And they're all coming together and sending their richest kids to this academy, and you're a teacher at it. So they kind of got rid of the whole idea of you're a lord, and just kind of have revamped the entire series. It's a but the the base concept is the same. It's chess that makes you sad. Do you have any other questions? I'm sure I'll think of some. Okay, so I have only played. So I've beaten Awakening, I've beaten Echoes, and by proxy, Gaiden. I do need to play through Gaiden at some point. And currently I'm playing through Shadow Dragon and Three Houses. Um, and there's also a spinoff game called Warriors, which is essentially a bunch of characters from different Fire Emblem games come together and then fight a ton of villains in like it's almost party-style thing. Uh, it's not D&D, &D, but it's, it's, it's interesting. It's not super popular, but it's okay. Um... Now, I want to share with you a couple of my favorite characters from the series. So, uh, so first off, I'm going to show you Gregor. So, this is Gregor. Now, what does Gregor look like? Me. He looks like you? <laughs> I mean, your name is Greg, but... Mm. Uh, well, you got brown hair. Yeah. Sort of like me. Mm-hmm kind of heavy but it is heavy is in better places so gregor is a mercenary that joins your party in awakening now if you were to attribute an <coughs> he has a sword he does have a sword he's a mercenary and he can be upgraded to either a hero or like a cavalryman um but he is very strong and if you were to associate a voice with gregor what would it be mm. like what what accent would he have Kind of a, a British accent. He has a Russian accent. Really? Gregor is ready to fight. And he talks about himself in first person. Or, no, third person. Which is just great. Now, another character that I really like is from Fire Emblem Echoes. Um, named... Delphia. Fire Emblem. So she is kind of like... So, you know how in Harry Potter some people are just better at magic than other mm -hmm. people? Mm -hmm. So, there are two characters in Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem Echoes that are related to each other. Delphia and Luthier. Luthier is the older brother to Delphia. So, they're both mages, but Luthier is kind of... He's a nerd, like he has to work for his magic. 
but Delthea is just kind of naturally talented. So if we were to compare this again to D&D, Delthea is a sorcerer. Because a sorcerer in D&D is someone that has an innate magical ability. Doesn't have to work for it. They kind of are born with the gifts. Wizards, on the other hand, have to work for their abilities. And they don't get better unless they have hard work. That is Luthier. That's actually... That's, <laughs> that's Luthier and Delthea. Uh, and Luthier is... He's kind of a buzzkill. He's not super fun. Uh, but he has some fun interactions. And Delthea is basically a spoiled little kid. And she has some fun interactions. Because she has a crush on one of the older kind of captain characters. And never goes anywhere. But she, she's really strong. And she is also a glass cannon. So she can die really easily. It's weird. Because in Fire Emblem. You can play as child characters. Who are fighting in a war. You know what that is. A war crime. Mm. You can't have children fighting in a war. Mm -hmm. But in Fire Emblem you can. And they die. Well, that's not no, it's not. But they know they they know what they signed up for, and I try not to have my child characters die. But you know, some casualties have to happen. I accidentally so on my on my latest playthrough of Echoes, the way that you recruit Delphia is she is currently possessed by a like an evil mage, and you have to defeat the mage without d killing Delphia. Well, one of my... I was doing a no-save run where I couldn't I couldn't go back... Or a hardcore run where I couldn't go back if I accidentally killed somebody. And Delthea attacked me. And one of my characters attacked her and killed her. And then in a reaction also killed the mage. So I accidentally killed Delthea and I was not able to recruit her. Which I was super sad about because she's my favorite character in the game. Now, I also like another character named Castor. Or Castor. He, he's... He's an archer. I really don't have like any anything to, you know to say about him. He's just an archer. He's cool. He's from Shadow Dragon. He's a hunter. But um, I I all of this to say that I there are a lot of characters in Fire Emblem, over six hundred, and each one of them has a specific story, and I really enjoy that part of it. There's there's a really good video out there called. Um, it's, it's an Unraveled series on YouTube. It's Brian David Gilbert going through basically classifying each Fire Emblem character in different... Uh, what's the what's the like caste system? Or what's the thing called in, in biology where you group things based on... Classification? Yeah, you classify them in different... Kingdoms? Yeah, kingdoms and stuff. Well, that's essentially what he does. He has them based on protagonists or sword people or mages or healers or what have you. It's a really good video. Uh, and I love Fire Emblem simply because A, it uses your brain because you have to be smart. Otherwise, you will have casualties. And B, it takes a lot of work to make all these characters seem unique. And while Prom, Marth, Hector, Dimitri, a lot of these kind of noble characters can kind of blend together a little bit. They are all unique, and I like that a lot. What what would you say is your, like, most... What thing do you enjoy the characterization of? Like, is there, like, a TV show that you enjoy the characters of a lot? Mm, probably the Andy Griffith show. The Andy Griffith show? Yeah. Um, now, what if we put the characters from Andy Griffith mm -hmm. into a war? Mm. With brother. It wouldn't be good. No, it wouldn't. No. But doesn't Andy have a gun? No. He doesn't carry a gun. He doesn't carry a gun, but he has a yeah. couple. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, he might be okay. He might be okay. Um, do you have any other questions about this Fire Emblem franchise? Heck no. Really? I do have a question about these games. Okay. 
All right. These games you play, you say they, they're good for relaxation. Yes. Okay. Um, when you win a game, how do you win? Do you Is there an ending or you go to a certain level? What, what happens? So there are different goals. So in the older Shadow Dragon, Sacred Stones, Binding Blade, the main goal in most cases is to retake a castle, which would basically be you take your main character, Marth, Roy, uh, Erica, Ephraim, or whoever it is, uh, and they have to go to the castle, which is typically guarded by a boss, um, and you have to basically claim the castle. In newer games, you are often tasked to route the enemy, which would basically be just take out all of the enemies on a given map. So think of it like this. You are playing chess, and your goal is to take out every enemy chess piece without losing a chess piece of your own. Would that be difficult? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Fire Emblem's kind of like that. It obviously, I mean, you can't heal in chess. You can bring a, a piece back to life if you get a pawn over to the other end. But you can't heal in chess. Obviously, you don't have, like, archers in chess. But it, it's, it's unique in the sense that uh, every choice counts. Now, if you are a casual, you can play a casual game of Fire Emblem, which is basically, no matter who you lose, they come back after every battle. Which is for casuals that don't like a real challenge. If you play casual, you are basic. You're saying wimps. Basically, yeah. You gotta play classic, which is the way to be. Now, I will say that I'm currently stuck on Fire Emblem Awakening on the hard difficulty because I cannot save everybody on a single map, and I've been spending about four hours on it. But that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Um, I really enjoy Fire Emblem. I'd like to delve deeper into it. But for right now, this has been a bit of a, an introduction to it. I actually, I feel like, I feel like it'd be interesting to see you play one of them. I would die quickly. You would die quickly, but you'd learn because you're a smart guy. Yeah. Um, what do you, what do you think of Fire Emblem? Like you walked into this knowing literally nothing. I know virtually nothing now. I know a little bit, but not much. What are your big takeaways from this? Marth is the main dude. And Shadow Dragon. He's not the main dude in everyone. You're trying to get a castle. Uh, yep. You're going, trying to claim the castle. Uh, in a lot of cases, reclaim a throne, mm -hmm. which is a, a kind of a universal goal throughout the series. And that's pretty much all I remember. And there's a bunch of characters. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and have, so you enjoy sitcoms, right? Mm-hmm. So in, in some games, especially like Awakening and Echoes, when they when they added a lot of support stuff, a lot of the characters have almost sitcom relationships with each other, where it'll be like they're bosom buddies or they're, they're pranksters with each other or they really hate each other or something like that. And I think that's one of the reasons that, that Awakening is probably one of the most, if not the most popular, is because not only is there you know strategy and chess elements and D&D &D elements and high fantasy elements, but there's also this almost slice of life element to it that makes it relatable because there are so many characters in the game you would be hard pressed to find one that you did not like at least a little bit like Gregor Gregor is probably my favorite character in Awakening he's mm -hmm. a really fun character mm -hmm. um, or Donald or you know I just I can name a lot of characters that I really enjoy one character named Frederick is an absolute monster of a character if he is so 
you have a small chance of doing a critical strike when you hit someone, uh, when you attack someone, which does three times as much damage as a normal attack. So if you were to, let's say you were about to attack somebody and defeat them, what would you say to them right before you attacked them? You're going down. You're going down? Frederick says this absolutely beast of a line, pick a god and pray before he kills you. Like, that's such a metal line. And it's so, like, he's this hero character. He's like Beowulf from old English mythology, and I love him. Uh, but that's essentially Fire Emblem. <laughs> okay. Do you have any anything no, else? I'm, I'm, I'm good. And next week, we're going to do something I want to do yeah. that you know very little about. I got to bully you this week, so next week, you're going to bully me. Mm-hmm. You know what that's going to be? I don't know. I'm going to think about it. But what I do know is you won't know until the last second we do. <laughs> uh, we were going to talk about music, just kind of an overall music episode where we talk about kind of the well, music we'll that we that. grew up with. We'll get, we'll get to it. But at the last minutes, I've been on a Fire Emblem kick mm. for the last couple months. And I, I just mm. wanted to talk about it and introduce you to it. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I need to take a nap again. Mm-hmm. Um, but... This has been Pop Culture and the Pea Brains. From all of us here at Brett Carson Productions, Happy New Year. Uh, we would like to thank Cole Benson and Taylor Menzel for the music and artwork, respectively. Mm-hmm. If you would like a spot, a spotlight in the middle of the episode, please contact us at Brett Carson Productions on Instagram and Facebook. For a small donation of $10, you can get a spotlight to and from anyone you like. Uh, 50, letter, or 50 words max. And with that, remember, keep it in the crock pot. We like our Fire Emblem brains slow cooked. To battle, everyone. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.